folks, I'm WWE Hall of Famer Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and you're listening to the podcast Small Package. Give me a hold, buddy. Oh! Hey, everybody, we're back. It's Corey Poindexter here with your boy, Bob Fickety. Nice. <laughs> and today on the Small Package Show, we're going over the No Mercy pay-per-view. We remember the name. Yeah. And then we have our predictions for Hell in a Cell. It's Hell in a Cell. Also, is somebody from Evolve making the jump to the quote-unquote big leagues? We might know. All that and more today on the Small Package Show. Hit it with a bop. It's Small Package. Yo, let's actually do this. Let's run through it. Good and fast. Not going to lie. So we have our predictions from uh, No Mercy. And uh, I won. Hey, but didn't KT technically win? Technically. So KT came over. Friend of the show, KT. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Friend of the show, KT. Uh, And he got here just in time to do predictions of his own. Uh, He predicted uh, Strowman. Uh, He predicted Reigns. He predicted Shield over the bar. He predicted Neville. He predicted Miz would win over uh, over Jordan. He predicted Wyatt, Nia Jax as his number one, then Sasha, then Bliss. Uh, he predicted that's it because uh, the rest of it was stuff that didn't happen. Uh, yeah, there was no announced pre-show, so we just guessed what could be the pre-show, and we guessed wrong, and we were all wrong. Well, I mean, we guessed that Elias was going to be in it, and that sure. was right. Chess, and we guessed Apollo, right? Kalisto. Apollo Kalisto, was the match that happened. But Apollo was the match that happened. Uh, we also predicted so, heel cruiserweights versus face which cruiserweights. No cruiserweights. And Hardy's versus club. Which Jeff got injured the two day- nights before. So. Uh, so running it back out of order, Bliss retained her women's championship. Yes. So that got you and KT the win for the third spot guess. Uh, was not an amazing match. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. There was I enjoyed some... it. There were some good spots. Nia looked strong as fuck. She did. It was a good outing for Nia. And it made sense that Bailey ate the pin. I mean, she's just back it's from weird. injury. She has some ring rust, etc. Yeah, and it just it really buries her and makes her look really shitty. Um, but we'll see. Uh, Not like Br- she could look any worse. Bray lost to Finn Balor. But we'll get into this. Possibly setting up one of the cooler things that Bray Wyatt has done in a while. So we'll have to yes. see how this shakes out. We'll get back to that. Uh, Miz retained against Jason Jordan. Which, yeah. Um, I predicted Jordan to win, but by DQ, and he did not. Miz got not a, a clean, stealth DQ in. Not a clean win that was kind of a dusty it was, finish. Well, it was obvious interference. Uh, but it, uh, 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 Axel punched Jordan in the face. The ref didn't see it. It didn't no. happen. So the ref didn't see it. It didn't happen. Hey, it's still dirty. It's still not a kind of dusty finish. That's the dirtiest fuck now, finish. Now, Neville versus Enzo. Oh, man. Oh, man. Talk about getting swerved into maybe the best decision they could have made. It's weird. Uh, so Enzo won after what a, was the a what, dick kick? What, what distracted the ref? Uh, was he handing the belt back? 
Is that what it was? Yeah, because Enzo went and grabbed the belt, which he definitely should have been counted out. But I don't know what was happening there. Enzo grabbed the belt, and Neville's like, "No, give me back my belt. That's the only thing I could live for." And then <laughs> more or less, yeah, yeah, I think the ref got distracted with getting the belt out of the ring, and then uh, Enzo did a dick kick. Neville got took into dick kick city. Also, it was actually some really interesting in ring storytelling mm-hmm. because Neville had Enzo dead to rights. Oh yeah, and was going to do the Red Arrow. But then was like, no, you peasants don't deserve it, which right. he's done that move a couple times, most notably in uh, his WrestleMania, WrestleMania pre-show right. match. Yep. And he did goes and goes for the pin and doesn't get it. So if he did the red arrow, he would have won that match. But it's like, oh, man, you you had to had to be all Mr. Neville. Shield won against the bar. Yeah, it's all right. It's uh, uh, definitely the, arguably the match of the night. Yeah, um, tag team division has been match of the night for a while now. Yeah, on both brands, I could definitely see that happening again on Sunday. Oh yeah, uh, and then uh, Roman Reigns officially put over by Big Match John. Yeah, Reigns with the win. Yeah, it was dumb. It that was, was dumb. really dumb. It was not a good match. It was dumb. Uh, and also Cena lifting his arm at the end with no heel turn from Reigns. It was just sort of weird. Uh, now I kind of dumb. get why he didn't heel turn because I, I, I kind of get it where, where they're going now. We'll get to that. Um, but, uh, it was not a great match and it just, you know, clearly this was seen as way of saying, Hey kid, I put you over. Don't fuck this up now. Yeah. Um, and then the, the main event, boy, howdy, what a letdown it had. It had match of the year caliber build for it. The hype around this match was arguably one of the better hypes that they've built in the last year or two. Definitely. I mean, this was a match that everyone was just see like frothing right. to see. They're like, oh man, and, this match is going to be fucking great. Every single person was psyched. And I, you know, the thing is, is with the Braun Strowman match, it kind of needs to be big spots. And they went with a more plotting route where the, you know, they're opening up with kind of more, you know, wrestling oriented shit, which is fine. Uh, but it never got the big spots that we wanted. Um, you got, you got some suplexes put in on Strowman, which was, which was fine. You know, I mean, yeah, he's looked unbeatable, but it's fine that, you know, Lesnar gets some over on him, but really Strowman never really dominated in the match. I mean, he had Brock wobbly a couple times, hit him with some power slams. There were some big moves, but not a lot of big spots, like big moves in terms of those, those big scoop. Yeah, power this should have been, this should have been fucking king kong versus godzilla right this should have been the clash of the titans yeah and there was no it was just like two titans standing a couple miles apart from each other like slapping each other's faces like yeah "Eh." honestly if we had had them go backstage or something like that or even another big big announce table spot i know we had one in cena rain so it's a little bit like okay yeah um or just something man like you know you know maybe uh Maybe Brock getting a chair out and teasing like he'd hit him with it because that's not necessarily that's not usually Brock's M.O. to go for like the weapons and stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, he went with the dick kicks against Undertaker. But in fairness, Undertaker really started that. Uh Um, Lesnar just beats people. You know what I mean? You'll notice that even against Goldberg, who had his number in that feud, he never he never went for weapon shots. So if you felt like, oh man, Lesnar must be desperate to go for something like that, 
could have been an interesting build. Instead, we got an eight minute or so plotting match, uh, which had what everyone is complaining about was the stupidest Kimura spot. They, they he had him in a Kimura lock pressed yeah. against the ropes, and the yeah. ref wasn't counting for the the ring the hold break. Whatever, yeah. And everyone was like, "Dude, you're you're holding him against this rope, and the ref is doing fucking nothing." Like, yeah, it's a little awkward. That's and it, it, it the rules of wrestling. It's uh, I don't know. It is what it is. Uh, I would say that the that the best match of the night was probably, honestly, you know what, Balor Wyatt wasn't a terrible match. It wasn't a bad match technically. It's just the story just, of it was. Kind I didn't of, really care. I would say probably the best match of the night was Shield Bar. Yeah, uh, followed the by women's match was was good. I'd say that's probably my number two. Yeah, I would say I would say it's probably between uh, Balor White and the women's match for number two. Uh, the other one would be number three for me. And then Ms. Jordan was OK. It was fine. Uh, I mean, they both can go. Yeah. And I mean, you know, but they didn't necessarily gel very well. Swerve of the night was Enzo getting the win uh, for sure. That just caught us all. By surprise, it was yeah. it was pretty crazy to see Enzo winning the cruiserweight title. I should have booked a swerve in. I didn't really. I guess Emma we did was Emma. my big swerve. But. We both called that. But that's what happened. So that was the pay per view. Anyway, so let's just sort of breeze through uh, the last two, you know, weeks. two weeks of yeah. of, uh, of wrestling in ring. Um, so the biggest the biggest thing in SmackDown, Raw, NXT, anything. The absolute biggest thing that we need to talk about is where the fuck are the fashion police? I was fucking promised by WWE. They they announced that they're uh, coming to be on Hell in a Cell. Promised. They said they'll be here at Hell in a Cell. They loosely teased it for the SmackDown that followed No Mercy. Then, when nothing happened, they said, next week. And when they say on SmackDown, next week... You're anticipating that mean on SmackDown. They hyped up the fashion police, the fashion files. They were running ads for SmackDown with the fashion police being, and the fashion police are back because people want to see it. And then there was a tease about it. The segments kept going. We get to the main event of this week's SmackDown. It never happens. And they're like, oh, at no mercy, we are at Hell, uh, hell in a Cell. We met the fashion police are back. It's like, oh, so what the fuck's going to happen to Hell in a Cell? Because they're probably not going to have a match. Unless they like rush finish the story, you know, the the overarching story to just They're probably throw just away gonna match. have another segment. I they need a break segment in between matches and they're probably just gonna play a three, four let's, minute let's be real clip. The ratings have been down across the board for all of their shows. When you promise a segment or hype up a segment that is alluded to be on your show and it doesn't happen. It's a trust issue because they they're not living up to what they're promising their fans because there are there Dude, are people that's all fine and everything. Sure. But the number one thing in wrestling that has always been in wrestling that has been in every single aspect of wrestling is, that is asterisk card subject to change. Thing. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. But with a backstage segment. They they came up with a different idea for a different segment, or maybe another segment ran over, and they're like, "Well, shit, we can't play your four minute clip now." I mean, Shinsuke does take thirteen minutes to cut a two minute promo, so 
I love him. I love Shinsuke Nakamura. I'm sorry. <laughs> I meant I love the artist known as Shinsuke Nakamura. I can't wait till he's the artist formerly known as Shinsuke Nakamura. I hope that they do an angle where he like loses his name in a match so that uh-huh. they have to be like the artist formerly known as Shinsuke Nakamura and he comes out to win Dove's Cry by Prince. Uh but uh I he he he's he does this promo style where everyone knows that he his English is better than he cuts his promos in. It it's it's been this thing where they've reported that he cuts the promos like that because he feels like it gives him this air of like mystery and that, you know, it allows him to, to say more with less as it were. But man, sometimes he said these interview segments, they set up with him just feel like they go for fucking ever. Yeah. Agreed. You know, how, how long does it take you to say, I am Shinsuke Nakamura. I'm going to beat you. I don't know. It could be, Two minutes. Um, okay, so real talk, though, in terms of segments. So the Cruiserweights have main evented Raw. Two weeks in two a row. Two weeks in a row. Uh, and Enzo is not shy about letting all of the other Cruiserweights know that he is the reason for this. Yeah. So, I mean, well, it would be cool to have, like, a single Cruiserweight feud something that they trust to main event uh-huh. raw. At least it's still the cruiserweight division. Sure. But it does feel a little off that it's literally every single person. Right. Uh, so, you know, they, the, but it, the story is also Enzo versus the cruiserweight division. Sure. So it is I a guess little weird to see sense. all of the heels and faces united, but against a dick. So against mega heel and like and the crowd though is just sort of mixed because some of them are on board with the fact that he's bad but he's still coming out and doing the chance which is a face thing and he's getting the crowd popped so it's weird because it's like it feels like half the crowd is just like hey it's still enzo and then half the crowd's like enzo's being kind of a dick uh i think it's weird to have him doing the chant as a heel i think that if he really wants that heat they should have him be like my name you know what no, I'm not doing this. But Enzo's not a heel to Enzo. I mean, sure, but then... He's not the bad guy. So, skipping around for just a second to come back to this point, okay? So, in the week... In, in, the, in the Raw after No Mercy, Enzo is like, I want a celebration, and I have a piece of paper from Kurt Angle that if any of you guys touch me in the Cruiserweight division... You don't get a title shot while I'm the Cruiserweight champion. Sure. So at the end of the show, Neville beats the shit out of him. They cut to, they cut to you know, end of the show. Web exclusive on WWE.com where Strowman came out and took it out on Enzo, which is funny. And then every single Cruiserweight proceeded to hit their finishers on Enzo. Uh, the next week, so this past on, uh, Monday... Enzo comes out and is like, oh, man, you know, you're all beat up on me. You all forfeited your chance. Well, I got a piece of paper that says if you guys hit me again, not only will you never get a Cruiserweight Championship opportunity, but you'll be fired. And so Kurt Angle comes out and goes, well, this is my opportunity to unveil my newest signing, which gets everyone hyped that it's somebody new. We've never yeah, seen a new sign, not I transferred someone to the Cruiserweight division and it's Kalisto in admittedly pretty sick looking gear. Like, I like Kalisto. I've and always so I was him. excited to see him. Yeah. And if this means that Kalisto's getting a push, then I'm on board. Hell yeah. He's got the crowd behind him with the whole Lucha Lucha thing. Sure. 
Who doesn't who doesn't not like Kalista? I wish they had kept his music as the Lucha Lucha music because that made sense for the it made his mm-hmm. taunt slash chant thing mean more. Sure. But and his and his outfit is sweet. But two things. First off, to call him a signing is kind of an overreach. Yes, I'll agree with you there. But second, so if you're trying to push Kalisto and get the crowd buying Kalisto as the new baby face of the division, why would you not just go full? And I get the whole Enzo isn't a heel to Enzo argument, but that aside, you're trying to get heat on Enzo so that the crowd wants to cheer for Kalisto. If half the crowd is still rooting for Enzo, it's going to really hurt the push for Kalisto as a face. I guess that's a fair point. So beyond the kayfabe reason of Enzo not being a bad guy to himself, you got to do something here to make the crowd solid behind Kalisto. Fair enough. Also, this kills any storylines that anyone remotely gives a fuck about for the cruiserweights aside from Kalisto and Enzo. I mean, 205 Live still has its own shit, yeah. but they've unified the faces and heels against Enzo. So how are you going to be running all these other storylines if everyone's also on the same side against Enzo? I don't know. It's weird. If we only, if only we gave a shit enough to watch 205 Live, hey. we might not. So back to Raw. What else is happening Other on big Raw? angles. Um I'm sure uh, older fans, and by older fans, I mean anyone who's watched wrestling for any amount of time longer than me, um, is probably super excited that there's probably going to be a S.H.I.E.L.D. reunion very, very soon. That's not where I thought you were going with this. When you were talking about older wrestling fans, I thought you were going to get to Mickey James. I'm happy with that. But anyway, Um, let's go back to the S.H.I.E.L.D. thing. Yeah. um, So... Obviously, everyone loves the shield, so they are set. Uh, you know, Roman got into a match against the Miz for the IC belt, and uh-huh. everyone was like, "Oh man, is Roman going to take the belt? Because how is he going to lose?" Very good interview, by the way. The Miz and Roman. I liked that promo segment uh-huh. on the Raw after after No Mercy. And uh, so during the match, while the Miz Taraj were getting manhandled by oh, Roman, yeah. uh, it was still like, oh, man, how is Miz going to get the win here? Right. Held his own in the match. For, and then for a bit. out popped the bar mm-hmm. who slammed Roman down. Who also, it should be noted earlier in that show, uh, Uh, Dean had fought in Strowman. Strowman wanted a fight, and Dean came out. No, this was the Seth one. That was the second one. Yeah, this this is the second one. The most recent one. Yes. Because previously, Dean had fought in Strowman. Yes. I believe Dean fought Strowman the week after... It was no yeah, mercy. it was the it was the one right after No Mercy, and there was and then a Seth fought Strowman, and then there and and in that first one there was the the hint that that Roman would be going for the IC title. There was yes. a segment, yes. Sorry, and then in the second one, Seth fought Strowman. Uh huh. Dean uh, Dean came out for the save. They both lost though. They both got beat up, and then the bar came out and beat them up. Uh huh. 
So then, yeah, at the end of that match, the she the bar came out to help Miz. That's where yes. we are. And so then Roman doesn't win the belt. Uh, cut to the end of Raw backstage. We see Roman sitting in the locker room, all angsty and angry and beaten up. And then come coming up behind him. You have both Dean and Seth and they literally no words are spoken for like well over a minute of TV Mm. time and no fist bump. Yeah, no, they just kind of look at each other, kind of nod and then they walk away. It also should be noted that at the end of that match, after Miz, I, you know, lost by DQ, but retained the title and the bar and him were beating up Roman. They beat him up with their own finishers, then left the ring. They came back, hit him with the triple power bomb, and then did their own variation on the shield fist bump with the bar off to the side, which I thought was kind of cool. A little bit. Yeah. But no fist bump from Seth Dean and Roman yet. But a a look of acknowledgement and a walk off. So we've we've definitely super teased a shield reunion at this point to not do it uh, would be kind of weird. Yes. To not put something catastrophic would have would have to happen. Kayfabe in the storyline to not have this reunion go forward. And Miz with the bar is at least cooler than Miz and Miz Taraj versus the shield. Sure. I mean, you know, if we're getting a shield reunion for for something that is not bigger like a WrestleMania kind of thing uh-huh. at least it being shield or shield versus the bar and Miz is cooler than Miz Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas absolutely um Mickey James is in the title picture yeah i don't know they're probably going to do this in raws i imagine i don't think this is going to carry over to the next to TLC sure possibly or is not. it no I mean, I I don't I don't think that Mickey's gonna get a pay per view match out of this, but she could. Maybe I mean, it, it would not be like earth shattering. Um, but it's been it's the one thing I don't like about the angle is the is the whole depends and walkers and making so much fun of Mickey's age mm-hmm. because I feel like it kind of belittles Mickey James and makes her look foolish and like oh, and silly. It is already confirmed. My well, bad. What? Alex Bliss versus Mickey James at TLC. TLC. Okay. Right, because I was like, oh, Asuka's going to get a title match, but really it makes more sense that Asuka gets called up and doesn't have a title match first. And has like a debut. And like gets her first win on the main <laughs> roster and keeps her streak alive and or yada, even, yada. Or even having Asuka just show up at TLC at the end of that match if, if Alexa Bliss retains. True. And they never it. said that she was going to have a match, I don't think. Just no, that she was going didn't. to be at TLC. So Mickey James being in the story is pretty cool. We got that going on. Uh Sasha and uh Bailey are just sort of palling it up, I guess. Doing tag teamy stuff. They've been teasing those two going at it. I mean loosely teasing, not hard teasing, but just like, you know, Lots of situations over the last year or so where it would be very opportune for one of them to turn on the other, and they just haven't. Uh huh. So we're still waiting for that Sasha Bailey feud, which of course was one of the best women's feuds in NXT. Uh huh. Still waiting. I don't know what they're waiting for, but we are still waiting. Sure. Uh, the coolest thing right now, I feel like on Raw, uh, is the Bray Wyatt angle. Absolutely. I was going to transition into this with my dumb theory. Okay, do that it. may or may not be dumb. Speaking of the women's division, Paige, who's been confirmed as being back at the at the 
uh, training facility That's true. and getting back in shape and getting back ready to go back to work. Um, so Bray Wyatt gets on the Titan Tron and starts going about how Finn Balor has driven him crazy and like how he can't believe that he got beat by the man. And so he has to call back out the demon or something. And point is he was like, I got help this time. Everyone's like, what, what, what? And then it like does this crazy ass transition. CGI. And admittedly as cool as it was in retrospect, Sci-fi original movie level CGI. Oh, or worse. But still a cool moment. But like Bray transforms into a shrouded, hooded, laughing woman. Sister Abigail. So it looks like A, Sister Abigail is real. (laughs) Is real. It's not just a finishing move. It's It's not just a spirit. Well, he's alluded to Sister Abigail as a person. But like Sister Abigail could have been someone who... Taught him and then died. Could have been like his mom, his mom, his sister, a spirit, something, his, gr- his girlfriend. All three. Can all you true. Be, can can someone be your mom and your sister? <laughs> Could be your mom and like your half sister. I, mean, I grew up in Appalachia, so I'm all Oh dear. <laughs> uh, I guess you could be someone's mom and half sister if you and your son had the same dad. Is that right? Am I doing the math right on that one? You could be your own mom and your own. You could be. You cannot be your own mom. No, 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 sorry, no, sorry. You can be someone's mom and half sister if if your if your if you're a woman and your dad has sex with you and you give birth to a boy. That boy would be your son and half brother. Because you and yeah, your son have the same the father. Same father. Um, and then you could also be someone's mom, half-sister, and girlfriend. So in theory, Sister Abigail could be all three. It'd be fucked. Yes. But it could be. We don't. We, the point is, we don't know. Much like we don't know how the rocking chair come, came back. However. Because Randy Orton burned that. Sister crown. Abigail's magic, I guess. Sure. She's, so, she's also a carpenter. So there's clearly some crazy shit in the works that they're going to end up making it nowhere near as exciting as we think it is. But <laughs> for right now, we're excited. We're excited now. And uh, go ahead with your rumor. Though. My dumb theory. Not even a rumor. It's not a rumor. Sure. It's just a dumb theory that Paige sure. is going to be Sister Abigail or possessed by sister abigail or some form of something going on something i don't ah, know refreshing diet coke obviously all unconfirmed oh if i could hear your knitting no if anything we can hear the air conditioner fans of this podcast have come accustomed to hearing fans and, quackety, and quackety, just noises you know. things in the background it's okay. We, well, it's hey, appreciative. We, we, we well, now it's already now it's already interrupted. It's ruined now. Now, Kayla, you're just in another episode of Small Package Show. At this point, we almost got to give you, hey, you co-host billing. Like <laughs> <laughs> I agree that Paige would be very cool. 
Uh, there was also a rumor of someone who was from NXT or from TNA who's now in the Performance Center. I'm forgetting her name. Rose. Ruby Riot? No, no, no. Can I see that phone? Mandy Rose? I'm paranoid about getting ink on my fucking couch. I just saw the pen near my couch. I was like, no. Um, no, what's Rosario Dawson? No, no, Rosario Dawson. She ah fuck. Can you can you look this up on your phone? It's gonna kill me. At this point, we've been so derailed. Uh, she was in the May Young Classic. She was heavier set in TNA and has lost a bunch of weight. Um, there was a rumor that she was going to be Sister Abigail. Um, I, without seeing pictures of them, I don't know if I would know. She used to be in TNA. Not Mia Yim. No. Just Google search. Just Google search TNA May Young Classic Sister Abigail and it'll come up. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. What Meanwhile, ever. Google search uh, May Young Classic yeah. TNA uh, Sister Abigail. Because there's a bunch of people speculating online that this woman is going to be her. Um, she used to be in TNA. She was heavier set in TNA. She lost a bunch of weight. And then she came over to uh, NXT. So. Sage Beckett. Sage Beckett. She tweeted, they're all lies, darling, on her Twitter account. So. Wow, what a great thing that I... That was a great ending to that story. I'm just saying it was another. It was another one of the speculated people. Uh My phone was almost dead, so it's charging. Uh, But yeah, no. Sage Beckett was another rumored. I mean, dude. Also, people, if you if this is the first time you've listened to this podcast, buckle the fuck up because this is par for the course, my (laughs) friends. You aren't tuning in for how timely it is or how (laughs) quote unquote accurate. I'm doing the SpongeBob thing. The information is you're tuning in. For us, the personalities. Yeah. yeah, that's what you're here for. Um, there's rumor Sage Beckett, and also another leading rumor is that is that Bray's just going to be Sister Abigail himself. Cool, which <laughs> would be really, really weird. Like people are straight up talking about him coming out in a fucking dress with his face painted, and I'm just like, that would be yeah, a good tuck. Would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. I'm Bree Wyatt. Point is, this is one of those great things where WWE does something really cool, and then there's no way that they're going to be able to follow through with it. No, nope. and it's going to end dumb. Think about how cool the House of Horrors matches kind of sounded in principle, and then we were all like, "Hey, this could be something really interesting." And then it was just fucking. I knew it's going to be stupid from the beginning because they're like, mm-hmm. "Let's have a House of Horrors match," <laughs> and then everyone's like, "What's that?" And like, uh you tell us. <laughs> What's a hub with a horse match? Um, so that's the big things on Raw right now, if I'm not mistaken. That's pretty much that's the biggest. That's pretty stuff. much everything on wrestling right now. Because SmackDown's stories have mostly been Kevin Owens is going to beat the fucking piss out of Shane McMahon. Yes. Uh, Which we've covered all that. Gender versus really Shinsuke. Gender versus Shinsuke is just such an awful, terrible build, and it really, it really, it's it's a shame to say it like this. But I feel like they almost are at the point where they need to rehab Shinsuke, like character-wise, 
Because he just hasn't done anything. Almost, yeah. Like, if he does not win on Sunday, then, like... They'll need to, like, take him back for a minute. I almost, like, want that to happen. Is that sad? I mean, I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. I don't think Ginger's going to lose. As, 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 as shitty as that is, I don't think they're going to take the belt off him yet. I think they're, they're building to something else. Plus, he's, he's advertised as champion for Starcade. Yeah, but that's how advertising for events works. I know, but still. Anyway, uh, it's not a guarantee that he wins, but I, I don't think that Shinsuke takes the belt off of him. Also, you know, you had Charlotte tap to Natty in that tag match. I don't know why Charlotte ate the ate the tap to Natalia leading into the pay-per-view. It's just a lot of stuff that's just, you know questionable right now and like the best thing going on smackdown right now is new day Usos new day because they had another fantastic promo and it wasn't goofy new day it wasn't like well there were amazing goofy elements but they were like low-key in there right right it wasn't like an overtly like big e pulled a microphone out of his popcorn bucket yeah no (laughs) i mean there was there was stuff in it that was entertaining and funny but i'm saying that the promo itself no but it was it was definitely them being serious being like yo we're going into a hell in a cell and we're going to beat the crap out of each other and it just is a testament to how good it's it's a testament to how good all five of these men are as performers and their chemistry that I'm not sick of this feud because it's been going for a while. Yeah, several no. pay per views in a row, and and like we already predicted, this match is probably going to end up being match of the night. Oh, no doubt. Um, it's so. a it's a tornado match, but is it's in a cell? I don't know if it's a tornado match. Yeah, it's a tornado. Oh, it's a tornado tag match. As far as well, I it's know. definitely in a cell. I don't know if it's a tornado. If match. it's in a cell, it almost has to be a tornado match. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know how. There's nothing stupider than I, matches. I don't know in how a, you. Ended up not knowing it was in a cell, but no, it was tornado is which where I'm getting hung up on. I thought I had heard. Oh, well, no, the tornado thing that I heard was they're doing Starcade. a tornado match at Starcade. Starcade. I don't know how they do a cell match without it being. It tornado. just says hell in a cell match for the tag team. There's nothing stupider than being in a hell in a cell where there's no DQs and then tagging people in and out. That just makes no sense. But I digress. Regardless, it'll still be really cool. So. And then, uh, you know, Rusev Day was kind of neat. Uh, I'm glad Rusev's doing something. I don't know what's going to happen, but I just hope that he gets kind of a push. Uh, There's a rumor that Ty Dillinger might get added into this U.S. belt match. uh, Because after they went off the air, there was a thing with a backstage segment with Ty Dillinger and then a WWE like poll like, does Ty Dillinger deserve to be in the match at Hell in a Cell for the U.S. Championship? Oh, man. If they did like a fan write-in thing, that'd Dude, be kind of fun. They used to have this paper. Yeah, the Cyber Sunday. Cyber Sunday. And I need to tell you, regardless of the fact that our votes probably didn't fucking matter and it was at all, all just to work. It was a cool feeling. Yeah. Feeling like you had a vote. I think that. And it would honestly, be really they cool. probably did like. At least one or two things that was real, like, okay, we're going to have a championship match, and you get to have one of these three guys. One of you guys are going to have a match tonight. Okay, right. it's going to be you, and you're still going to lose no matter what, so sure. whatever. Like Title changes like, on Cyber Sundays were also really just bananas because you'd be like, holy shit, 
we, we just, changed the yeah, outcome. We just booked that guy into being the champ. Uh, you know what? It, it would be really cool if they did one pay-per-view in the year that was a cross-promoted pro, uh, pay-per-view of Raw and SmackDown people, and they honestly just, again, have your champions retain. Who gives a fuck? You know what I mean? Sure. But just to have that that feeling of like the fans being like, all right, tonight we're going to get to see... actual online poll. Go to this website. Yeah. Like, that would be really cool. I wish they'd bring it back. But that's really it for SmackDown, too. I mean, we've gone through... However, it opens it up to an uh, internet poll, which, sure. as we know, right can very in. easily be swayed and manipulated into being the stupidest thing ever. However, if you make it into the stupidest thing ever, then WWE can book it into being really interesting. Sure. Because just like we saw with the what Mick Foley's winning the WWE Championship, right. and that ends up being like their highest rated segment of all time sure uh if they end up being like what you know james ellsworth got himself a match against brock lesnar kayla, kayla wants to watch that kayla's laughing she'd watch it make him fight carmella he's been on a leash which is rather uncomfortable. a literal leash it's rather uncomfortable to watch it's weird well we don't watch it on tuesdays anymore because we have pinball yeah spoilers uh, anyway, what let's is just get into predictions. Gable Benjamin versus the Hype Bros is confirmed. Yes. So Hype Bros, he'll turn. I'm going to add one little thing right here. One little tiny thing here that says... I really or cracked or partitioned this out. With uh, Ty. Oh, okay. So if Ty's in the match, we have a prediction well, for that. Well, it's good that that one was the most, like... The biggest big. One. All right. I guess the women's one is pretty big, too. Anyway. So pre-show, Gable, we're doing predictions in case you didn't catch we, on We transitioned all. over to predictions. Uh, we usually we're close keeping the, this show short. We usually close the show with that, but we have a couple of wrestling news things. Yeah. You just do you want to just do the news and close it? Sure. Let's just do the news and close it. Uh, so, Bob, you brought this to my attention today. Well, first off, I don't think we've gone into the whole Evolve situation. At oh, all. right, because that happened last week. Because we didn't give a fuck things, last week. Things have gotten weird as shit at Evolve, and we don't know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, however, here's what we know. Okay. What we know is Flow Slam, the streaming partner for WWN, uh, decided, which is the parent company of Evolve. Yes, that's correct. Yes, okay. WWN is the parent company of Evolve. Got it. Not Flow Slam. Flow Slam's just a streaming partner. What we know for sure is that Flow Slam was like, you know what? We're not going to stream Evolve's two weekend shows this weekend, so suck it. And everyone was like, um, bro, what? And Evolve was like, okay, we'll just put it up on our own site. Idiots. I don't know. But basically, it's uh, flow slam came out saying WWN misrepresented their numbers. They oversold us on what they said they were going to perform. And now they're underperforming that. Um, so, so they basically accused evolve of not holding up their end of the bargain. Yes. Well, WWN, not right. Evolve specifically, sure, sure. but evolve is part of it. Um, and so everyone is kind of like, uh, this is crazy. Um, Evolve came out, or WWN, and uh, Gabe's uh, 
Sapolsky, Sapolsky. Gabe Sapolsky, not Spolonsky, as I've previously (laughs) called him. Sorry about that, Gabe, if you never listened to this, but I understand that. Uh, (laughs) Gabe Sapolsky. Um, Anyway, uh, he came out and was like, uh, no, they're just using this as an out to get us out of our contract with them. Sure. Um, Which... I mean, Gabe has been so tight with NXT lately. If they get out of their contract, this would kind of be awesome because then it could very well open WWN up to being on the network. Sure. Because the network has definitely teased that they w- are interested in adding external third-party we talked promotions. About that. We talked about that the last time we did record. Yes. And so uh, this would be an obvious tie-in since they're so close already. But meanwhile, but meanwhile, while all that was going on, another thing came out where an email. Yes. The email Gabe had sent to his locker room at evolve leaked to, uh, what was the name of the podcast? Pro wrestling. Oh no. uh, Yeah. Like all of all, everything's evolved or everything evolved. Something like that. Evolved. Yeah, uh, so, I, I think a, it's everything evolve an evolve centric podcast. Yes, um, and they published this email where he was saying, "Hey guys, you know I've been working with NXT a lot in creative." And to be honest, I read the email. It's not bad. No, I don't know what's so well, damning about the leak other than the fact it leaked. Right, and I think that what it is is that like. <clears throat> So in the email, he asked them to kind of watch the language. Yeah, clean up. No more pile drivers. No more, pile no drivers. more apron moves. Like the basically, he was like, "WWE's watching. If you guys want a fucking shot, like they're they have their eyes on you. So clean it up. A little. Yeah, do which a is, little bit more WWE style, and you can make it into the WWE. Which is not a bad thing. I can see how some performers might be cheesed if they don't have an interest in going into the WWE world. True. And they're, and they're like, like, okay, now I have to fucking look wrestle like, WWE style. Not to, not to call it names or anything, but like, think of like a Darby Allen. Sure. Where it's like his, his style's a little too extreme for WWE's tastes. Um, you know, there's different people who are in different points of their careers where they're like, they may not want to go to WWE and if evolves their bread and butter right now, it would be bad for them. Yes. So the email got leaked. And like Bob said, the email in and of itself was not necessarily a bad thing. But the fact that it got leaked is bad because it kind of makes Gabe look untrustworthy to WWE. That his locker room, the guys he trusts, would do that to him. Yeah, but then he went out and kind of overreacted to it by being like, if you don't tell me who leaked the email, I will fire somebody on the staff at random. Which like, was kind of a shithead way to react. Insane reaction. Holy shit. I mean that's he, not he should have dealing with terrorists. Himself. That's saying, Oh, terrorists, you guys have guns? Well, I'm gonna fucking kill us first so you can't kill us. <laughs> I mean it's like it's what the fuck? Insane. It's like, definitely a little insane. Um also in news, Ethan Page has left Evolve. Yes, and then Ethan Page so people were kind of like was he the leaker? Was he the guy who leaked? Was he the guy who got fired because of leaking? But like Ethan put out a statement saying that it had nothing to do with that. It was just it, it was his time that he wanted to move on. I mean, also keep in mind that Ethan has sort of skyrocketed 
through the indie wrestling scene. Yeah. From I even mean, just like three he's years ago. now on PWG. He's in his own promotion. It looks like he's Canada. going to, it looks like he's going to ring of honor possibly. There's, there's, yeah. So, I mean, it could be that he's just going to bigger things and he markets himself very well. Yes. Um, he is all ego after all. So, uh, all of that has been happening. So in the Evolve world, it's crazy because there's a show coming up soon. Yeah, next weekend in Queens. Uh, at Laboom? Yes. Uh, what was the date of that show? The 14th. Right. I have to make sure that I'm not out of town, but then we should definitely get tickets. Yes, I um, might be as well. So okay. we'll figure it out. But uh, so so all that's going on. And then today... News of someone from Evolve being called up to NXT. Yes. Uh, Fred Yehi, uh, of as, as we are big fans of Fred here oh, on yeah. the show, um, he has teamed well with members, uh, with people such as Chris Dickinson and Jaka. And uh, Hot Sauce. Can't forget and Hot Tracy Sauce. Hot Sauce Williams. Yes. Uh, so... They've definitely, he's definitely uh, shown he's an amazing wrestler. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's got a pretty big following any Evolve show we're at. Mm-hmm. Um, so, pretty great. Congrats to him. Uh, I told when I sent that uh, link to Corey, I was like, oh, no, slash congratulations to him, I guess. Oh, yeah. But it'll be a, it'll be it means no more Fred Yehi at Evolve. That's disappointing, but it'll be great for him to go. Right. It's hard to be selfish. Uh, other wrestling news. I don't know what else you have. Uh, I know that there there's a 30 for 30 coming out about Ric Flair on uh, uh-huh. ESPN 30 for 30. And in the process of making it, they've cu- called into question his estimates on how many women he slept women with. Women he's actually slept with. He says his over, claims are 10,000. 10,000. He says 10,000 women have ridden Space Mountain, which is his cute way of Almost mathematically impossible, though. They, so. said that, they said that since age 15... If he's been active sexually since 15 up to right fucking now to hit that number, he would have to have an average of it was like 3.4 different sexual partners a week or sexual encounters a week, like 3.4. Sure. Uh, And that like based on the if and that's like that's like that's if everyone was with a different woman, like if this 10,000 is 10,000 women. Yeah, that's not or I've been fucked 10,000 times, which would be a different ballgame. So on average, he would have had to have had 3.4 different women per week, Uh huh. Um, which is a lot, which is a lot. Um, That's a lot. That's a lot of women. Um, So they're called that into question. So who knows how many women have rode in Space space Mountain? Um, We may never know. Uh, But he's recovering right now. Yeah, um, he's, he's doing, doing well. better. That's always good. Um, any other wrestling news you want to talk about? Um, oh, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, Fucking dude. Fucking War Games is back in NXT. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's something else that happened. Uh, Triple H tweeted about it. Yeah, dude. So War Games, like an old ass match type from WCW days that people very never cool. thought would come back. It's a very cool match. In all fairness, it also requires you to put two rings side by side, which drastically cuts into the number of floor seeds you can sell. Sure. Um, but I think WWE is realizing like floor seats will sell. Sure. <laughs> it's, it's trying to make sure everyone else in the arena is there too. Sure. Um, 
Very cool looking idea. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Uh, it's headlining the next NXT show, uh, which will probably be before uh, uh, Survivor Series in November. I'd imagine. They usually do the big NXTs before big fours. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's the, so that's, that's, the cool. that's the tits, I guess. Is that all the news you got for right now? Um, I can't think of anything else off the top of my head. Nothing major. Mm-hmm. Nothing like today is the 20th anniversary of Brian Pillman's death. That's sad. So that's a sad bit of news. Way to bring us all down, Bob. Sorry. All right, well, let's just jump well, into good predictions. Thing, good, good thing we ended predi- with predictions and not news. Yeah, no shit, dude. You ended with Brian, Brian Pillman died 20 years ago. Anyway. All right, so let's open this don't up. Don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> yeah, the no message. Shit. Gable and Benjamin versus the Hype Bros. That's on the pre-shows. Well, who do you got? Um, Gable Ben. Benjamin. Uh, I agree. I don't like, you know, there's definitely some stuff that's in here where I'm going to choose just so that we're different for predictions, but they're going to break up the Hype Bros with this match, so they're not going to win. Yeah, no, I, I definitely... Uh, foresee this as being a hype bros uh, breakup. Oh, and one more thing real quick. I forgot Mike Kanellis even worked for this fucking company. Right? Surprise! Until Smackdown when he ate a pin from Bobby Roode. Uh (sighs) Uh-huh. Anyway. Bobby Roode versus Ziggles. Uh, It's Bobby Roode, right? I mean, I guess they've been kind of pushing Ziggler. If they want to establish his new heel thing, but... Uh, Side side thing. Uh, uh, what is Ziggler's oh, entrance? What is his entrance going to be? Uh, I'm going. I, here's the thing. This you're, t- go, you're going with your insane pick? This Are is, you going with your insane pick? Because you don't so, need to set one, it up. Two, You've already three, set four, it up. Five, six, seven, eight matches. And this is this is one or the other. So that doesn't count. So one, two, three. Four, five, six, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight matches. Eight matches. There is definitely the possibility of a tie. Show. There's a possibility sure. for a tie. Sure. So, and keep in mind, he's already done so many. I doubt that he's coming back with one. The Undertaker one was definitely the the biggest one that fooled the crowd so far. Sure. Everyone else has been kind of dumb. Where is this pay per view at? Detroit pretty close it is close i know what you're getting at do you want to just say you you think he's gonna do the cm punk fuck man because who doesn't do you, that mean that they also have to relicense cults of personality yeah i mean but for how hard, one night but how hard is that for uh, for, for one co- night they don't companies. they cut back on pyro dog how hard could it be for one <laughs> night also i think they still have that in license because they replay his shit on the network maybe so what do you think his entrance is? And keep in mind, it's also an option to just say he's getting a new entrance. Like a new Dolph Ziggler entrance. I think he's going to do something like Stone Cold. I'm going to say Stone Cold. Stone Cold. I don't think he's done that yet. I'm going to go with CM Punk because it is so troll worthy and the heat would be fucking nuclear. Uh, Orton versus Rusev for the battle for Rusev Day. Uh, I'll make it easy. I'm calling Ruru. 
See, my heart says Rusev, but my brain says Orton. Well, are you going to follow your brain or your heart? I'm going to go with my heart this time. I think I'm going to go with Rusev just to make sure that we are putting the exact same card up. For for the entire thing, it's going to all come down to <laughs> Ziggler's fucking entrance. Uh, Corbin versus Styles for the U.S. belt, if it is just Corbin and Styles. Styles. I don't know why we put a Z on there. Because uh, <laughs> all of them have Zs, in case you didn't notice so far. I'm going to say Corbin. Okay. Uh, That's going to be your swerve. If it's a three-way with Dillinger, who do you got? Styles. Still Styles. I don't think he's going to drop it, dog. If it's a three-way with Dillinger, it will be Styles. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, I think that... If Ty, if Ty's not in the match, it'll be a distraction at some point, and Corbin will take advantage. Uh, Natty versus Charlotte for the women's belt. Uh, do we add an extra one in for a cash-in? Oh. Okay, hold on. <laughs> oh. Cash-in. Success or failure? And then success. So, Natty versus Charlotte. Who do you got? I think I'm going to go Charlotte. You're going with Charlotte. Um I'm going to I'm going to go fuck. But Charlotte ate the pin or ate the submission. Mm-hmm. Which usually means that the face will get the comeuppance. Mm-hmm. Mm, I'm going to go Natty. Mm. Okay, do you call a cash-in? No. No. So success would be no. No. She's not successful on her not cash-in. I'm going to go... <laughs> I'm going to go... You know what? I'm going <laughs> to... Uh, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to be, I'm gonna be bold here. Okay. I'm going to say... say yes and yes. I was thinking of saying no and yes. Of, no, she won't cash in. But if she does, she will be successful. Kind of hedge my bets. There. Sure, uh, sure. Uh, no, she's not going to cash in. And no, she's not going to be successful at her not cash in. I think they're going to save that for Survivor Series. I think they're going to wait until it's the five on five women versus women match. Oh, and, and then, then like be interrupt trained. it. Yeah, she's going to interrupt the match to become the champion. That would be kind of awesome. How cool would it be if she interrupted it and used it on the Raw Women's Champion? Huh. Because technically she just has a Women's Championship opportunity. Probably. That would be weird as fuck. I would love it. Uso versus the New Days for the belt in a hell in a cell. Um, New Day's current champs? Uso's current champs? New Day are the, the are the belt holders. New Day. Um, I'm going to say they Usos. I'm going to go Usos. Bob goes Usos. I'm going to go Usos. Uh, damn, right? This one's hard. Because they're both good. Literally either one. And I'm okay with either one. I'm going to go New Day. Uh, okay, Mahal versus Nakamura for the WWE Championship in a no-step match. Um, Mahal retains. 
I'm gonna go knock. I think they're finally gonna just get rid, get it off of Mahal. Shinsuke. All right, final match: Shane O'Mac versus Kevin Owens in a Falls Count Anywhere Hell in a Cell. It is confirmed. Yeah, Falls Count Anywhere. But that, whatever. <laughs> anyway, who do you got? And then also, is there a top of the cell spot at I'm, Hell in a Cell? I guess I'm going to go with Shane. I hate to say it, but I'm going to sto- go because the story of KO winning, what he ends up doing, proving what I don't putting know. Shane out of commission and then continuing the I run SmackDown now storyline. I guess uh, top of the cell spot. Yes or no? Yes. Now, that doesn't mean that someone has to be pushed off of the cell. But, but if they get on top of that cell, that counts as a spot. That's so spot. I'm saying, yeah, they're going to get on top of the cell. Uh, I think they have to get on top of it. Being on the side, on the side don't count. count. On the side, don't count. I'm going to say I'm no. With you. I'm going to say no. I think they're going to tease the top of the cell spot, but then wind up spilling out into the arena. Okay, that's fair. It does fall count anywhere. If they don't pin them like in an aisle somewhere, then I'm going to be upset. Wouldn't that be pretty dope? Every falls count anywhere, anywhere match should end. Like, Remember when far Sasha got the, Charlotte to tap out over be, a ring rail? Yeah, she like or guardrail submitted her through a guard. Yeah, that was that was crazy shit. It was, that was awesome. All right, so uh, I guess we have let's see one difference, two differences, three differences. Uh, Did you count that? Four, five, six, six seven. seven. We so, got seven differences. A lot of different. Well, also, we added a lot throughout the thing. Sure. But anyway. All right, guys. Thank even you if so- we didn't, even if we didn't, we'd still have one, two, three, four, four five. five. Yeah, dude. The be- only differences we added were We'll have two. to see what KT does. I'll probably tweet out... Uh, what KT yeah, we have to see if chooses. he wants to come out. I'll, we'll, we'll make him come out. We'll be like, hey, okay. KT, you got to come out for Well, maybe just snap a picture of the list and be like, what you got, son? Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Small Package Podcast. Thank Small you, Small Package. You can follow Bob on Twitter at Bob Faggot. You can Bob follow Fickety. me on Twitter at CB Pointex. You can follow both of us together as Small Package on Facebook and Twitter at, at Small Package P-O-D. Small Package P-O-D. That is P-O-D for podcast, dudes. Um, so yeah, follow us on, on social media. Make sure to reach out to us. We'll read your shit on air that you sent to we us. We will. Uh, and uh, we'll be back next week with the results from Hell in a Cell. Results. Right here on the Small Package Podcast. Small hit Package up, Podcast. Hit up with it, boy. It's Small Package. Good night. Yeah.